Okay, welcome to Weekend Plans. We're back. We did it. We're still not tired we of each other. We did it. Not yet. Not yet. And since we are an official small business, I hope that doesn't change soon. Small as it gets. <laughs> we are the smallest of businesses. <laughs> we should take out one of those loans, and as long as we just give the money to each other, we won't have to pay it back. <laughs> exactly. That's. I think we need to do that. We really have not capitalized <laughs> on this whole COVID loan stuff so yeah um, we're not we're profiting slacking. enough from all this death that's right the, the los angeles <laughs> lakers are going to get a loan from the government we should get one too it's only are fair. they really they did they had to return it though because everyone gave them tremendous shit for it as they should yeah <laughs> like i get no basketballs being played but you're still the fucking lakers <laughs> like, yeah you would think like merchandise alone, they could not play a whole season and be fine. Yes, exactly. Especially like not to be mean, but after Kobe died, everyone bought a Kobe jersey. So that went to the mm. Lakers. You know what I mean? Like things like that. Yeah. Did he so, play for the Lakers his whole career? He never went anywhere else? Never went anywhere else. Whole career. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty rare. It is. Right? It's very rare. Um, the next person they think might do it would be Steph Curry. He's been there uh, his entire career and he doesn't look like he's going anywhere. So, yeah. He could be the next one and possibly the last one too. We'll see. Yeah. Very interesting. I know. Um, But uh, speaking of somebody else who doesn't go to another team, uh, amazing Spider-Man, terrible segue. He does. I mean, Spider-Man did go to another team. He he goes to several (laughs) teams. So that was a terrible segue. He's been in the Avengers. He's been part of the Fantastic Four. That was an awful segue, but here we are. Marvel team, Sony team. (laughs) At two movie teams, uh, whatever. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. So you, uh, yeah, you, you uh, texted me was just last weekend. It was like, hey, I'm gonna watch this. So. Yeah, yeah, we briefly talked about it, and I was like, you know, screw it, I haven't watched it. I think you made a post about your hot take was that uh, Spider-Man moves the coolest in Amazing Spider-Man, which yeah. um, I do agree with. He's very bug-like. Here's my 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 big overall take on Amazing Spider-Man because I rewatched it after uh, after you hit me up about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a shame they didn't pick a different story for it as a reboot mm-hmm. because I think all the aesthetics are great. Mm-hmm. I think like the direct the way that director went as far as like casting Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, the naturalism that he was going for, uh, the way the suit looks, and the way Spider Man moves, the way they shoot Spider Man, the uh, emphasis on like practical kind of stunts. Yeah, like th- this is Spider Man who does a lot more just like backflips and just like a stunt man in a suit doing like yeah. cool little things instead of CGI. Yeah, and I think all that shit like really, really works. I and what, dug it. What doesn't necessarily work is the vi- villain they chose to fit into that paradigm. <laughs> I like don't this, mind lizard. I like the lizard in like concept, but I think if you're <laughs> if if you're going this whole route where you're like, okay, we're gonna have a more grounded movie, we're gonna have less CG, we're gonna uh, focus more on like realistic character interactions. And it's not going to be as like uh, heightened as the Raimi movies. Mm-hmm. Then, like the big cartoon Dinosaur Man, probably wasn't the best choice. That's fair. That is fair. Um, I don't. I don't mind him. I'm also super biased because he's also the first villain in the animated series. Uh, yeah. So it made me all warm and fuzzy inside because it made me think of the animated series. Um, seeing him, his design was a little weird. His design is weird. He looks like a Goomba from the Super Mario Brothers. He does. He does. They should have given him a nose. They didn't. He yeah. had no nose. But it's whatever. Yeah. Um, the movie itself, it uh, it was better than I thought. Remembered, I should say. Uh-huh. Yeah, the first one's not terrible. It's fine until the third act. And then the third act, it just shits the bed. Yeah. And well, I you know about their whole, their whole thing that where they cut this like massive chunk out of the movie, right? It makes sense. Yeah, because they set up their whole like weird tease in this movie. It was like, oh, it's all about like Peter's parents. You're gonna find about oh, find out about Peter's parents. parents. Yeah, like this is the story that hasn't been told. Is what it said on the posters. Um, and they had a whole thing. Do you remember the guy, the uh, the guy who works for Oscorp, who like the last time we see him is on the bridge, and then he just like oh the uh, the Indian man. 
I, I, yes. I, they never give him a name. Um, God, his he had a name like in the credits, but yeah, I don't think anybody ever says his name in the movie. Um, he that actor, uh, he was also in like Slumdog Millionaire and like a bunch of yes. other stuff. I've he seen him in a passed, bunch. Passed away like two weeks ago. Did he? Oh, he yeah. did. You're right. Um, but there was a whole scene in the sewer going into the third act where Peter like stumbles upon the lizard's lab and that guy is there. Mm. And they have this whole like reveal thing about the reason like the what's happening to the wizard isn't happening to Peter is because his dad experimented on himself and like passed something along. So it's like this whole legacy thing. Which kind of glad they cut that out then. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's still there in the movie, like his dad's experiments and all that stuff. They just mm-hmm. cut out that scene. So what they did is they cut out the reason the parents were even a point in this movie at all, but they didn't <laughs> cut out the massive mistake, which is yeah. making Spider-Man. Like if one, it reminded me of Ang Lee's Hulk, which is not great. Oof, that was brutal. Not a great thing to remind me of. How and can we two, take one of the most destructive heroes <laughs> and make him so boring? <laughs> And then two, um, like making Spider-Man's origin anything but coincidence kind of ruins Spider-Man, I think. Oh, kind of like making it fate. Like he was meant yeah. to be Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, he was meant to be Spider-Man. Like part, part of the cool thing about the origin of Spider-Man is that could have happened to anybody. Exactly. And I think that's you know why they I mean? cut it. That's probably... And then they just... They put... I, they focused too much on the parents. They didn't need to do that. Yeah. It, no, it's it, it was it was a... A mistake. I think they were just looking for anything that could make it different. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It was. And then I'm so tired of them casting 30 year olds as high schoolers. It just needs to end. Yeah. Andrew and I think it made, did. I think he looks a little bit more convincing as a high schooler than Toby did. And he's actually older than Toby, which is funny. <laughs> well, the one that like lost me was actually Emma Stone. She does not. She looks like she's when she was like in the Oscorp lab uniform as like the head intern. I'm like, no, you just look like you work there. Yeah, you just look like you work there. Well, <laughs> like, it's, it's troublesome for Emma Stone because we saw her at, like high school age in movies, and we mm-hmm. saw that like ten years before. Exactly. They they're just like like you said. They're so scared to put them in college. Um, that I think just, that's what they should have done for this. Oh, without a doubt, and they fit better in college i would i would have bought her being like the head intern and in college which kind of makes more sense mm-hmm. like this is a college student she's in charge of all the other interns because she's in college she's been yeah. doing this since I, it made more sense but whatever what are we gonna do yeah. um no if i if you were giving me a lot of the building blocks of this movie i would have put him in college i would have skipped the origin altogether Oh, they, they, yeah. they do some fun things with the origin in this movie, but they also like the t- the whole Uncle Ben thing. Like Martin Sheen is pretty good as Uncle Ben. He was good. That's He's that Martin scene. Sheen. That scene where it's Uncle so ben rushed. dies is fucking terrible. It's rushed. It's so fucking stupid. It's almost like they forgot to put it in the movie, and then like in the last few days of shooting, they're like, "Oh fuck, we got to kill Uncle Ben." It feels like they forgot to do it. That whole scene in the in the uh, in like the bodega where he doesn't have like the penny for his milk, can't take a penny from the take a penny leave a penny. It's so. And, uh, and then um, and then Ben sees like a man running down the street with a gun, and instead of like stepping out of the way or calling for the police, decides to like try to wrestle the gun from him. That's right. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Because <laughs> you got to do, if you can, you have to be good. They tried to have their own, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. That's not good. That's not good. That's, nope. that's They that's tried. Not you, I didn't say that's they not did. What you, that's not what you do. You don't <laughs> see somebody with a waist gun or a gun in their waistband and be like, oh, I'm going to take that gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 64 years old. Let me wrestle this 30-year-old down and take his gun. Yeah, it doesn't make whatever um like if they if they showed ben like stumbling upon like a mugging and trying to like intervene or like help the person or something like that i'd be a little bit more but like somebody who like just grabbed cash from and Mm -hmm. ben doesn't even know what happened ben sees the guy yelling like hey somebody stop that guy and then he sees the gun in the guy's waistband and then he jumps in there i was like that's not heroic even that's just like it would have been even more like you said equally as quick to film if he was just walking down the street to his car and like he saw a girl in the alley getting robbed and he was like well i gotta go do something or how about this 
cut, cutting out all the wrestling stuff because clearly they don't want to do that. In Amazing Fantasy 15, the actual Spider-Man origin, Peter lets that guy go, you know, just like we saw in the Raimi movie. Mm-hmm. But then he gets home and there's cop cars at his house. And oh, there was a home invasion situation. And then when he tracks that guy down, he finds out it was the same guy. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do the stupid milk thing, cool. And then like he goes home. Yeah, you can save a lot of time. It's kind of yeah. like Homecoming's touching what on Uncle that? Ben. Like uh, yeah. Homecoming touches on Uncle Ben. They don't ever, I don't even think they mentioned his name. Maybe. No, they're doing but... it the right way. They're doing subtle hints that there was an Uncle Ben. He died, and everything's sad when they yeah. bring it up. I guess he died when see... he was like forty. Yeah, we don't need to see Uncle Ben again. That's uh... <laughs> although it would be fun to see like a flashback or something in the next movie and just see who they get. Yeah, that would be kind of fun. Just to, since they they've teased it so well of like they're not really going to focus on it. it give us a little bit, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, yeah. And yeah, he I it Andrew Garfield Spider Man. I think I. It's almost might be a hot take. I almost liked him more than Toby. Um, I think I liked I his think sense I of humor more. And, yeah, well, I liked um, him like yeah in the suit playing Spider Man more than Toby for sure. Mm-hmm. I liked his sense of humor when he was when he was Spider Man. Um, uh-huh. Like you know the mugger with the knife, and he goes, "Oh, a tiny knife! You found my weakness!" <laughs> and he just like splashes it against the wall, and then he just messes with him, and then yeah, um, yeah, he gets a little dark. <laughs> He's a little. He gets a little like uh, power drunk. Yeah, like some, somebody who's never been able to like dominate others physically, like yeah, sud- suddenly has the ability to do so, and he's wearing this mask, and he feels like completely like liberated. Mm-hmm. But then he gets himself like under control, and like I think it all works. It makes sense for like a, somebody learning to be Spider-Man or like learning to deal with everything with those abilities. Yeah, yeah, like his whole the whole reason he even prowls the street is he's just searching for the killer of Uncle Ben, which I kind of liked. Um, he's looking for the tattoo. Yeah. Um, and so that was it the, was fun. The killer of Uncle Ben, who apparently is the lead singer of Creed. <laughs> <laughs> that was Nickelback. It's so funny. Is it not Chad Kroger? Kroger? No, it's Chad Kroger doesn't have the star tattoo. No, <laughs> you're right. You're right. My bad. Um, yeah. No, I would have done this movie like a lot of things the same, but I would have put it in college, and I would have used like the Scorpion or somebody like that. It almost like it. I, okay, and then we got to get on to. Why did this movie not learn the main lesson from Tobey Maguire's? Don't have Andrew Garfield dunk from half court. Don't have him <laughs> space jam that basketball. What? That was pretty funny. I'm like, dude, several he times. He breaks the backboard too. Several times. I'm like, well, they know he's Spider-Man. They all know he's Spider-Man. Like, I got ex- I got excited in the theater because I thought they were doing the thing from uh, the ultimate comic books where he just joins the basketball team. Oh, he's just really good at basketball, and he like hones his powers back. Yeah, and like part of his whole um, thing with Uncle Ben is like Ben makes him quit the team because his grades are slipping, mm. and like that's part of the whole argument. Those, but especially the first like maybe forty to fifty issues of that Ultimate Spider-Man book are so fucking good. Yeah, that book that book was great. That's read it. Um, that would have been cool. It almost been like a. Kind of like Smallville. You watch Smallville? Yeah. Yeah. Or he wants I to watched, play football yeah. or do something. And, uh, you know, he's like, no, you can't. Like, you'll kill people. <laughs> yeah. That was in the uh, the Christopher Reeve movie, too. The first, the original Superman. There's mm-hmm. a whole thing about how his dad won't let him play football because it's not right. It's not fair. You'll legit um, murder people. And, yeah, you're like, you're just naturally going to be better than everybody. So. Yeah. Even if you don't murder people, it's still just like, it's like it. <laughs> if you let an adult join like a little league team <laughs> like uh bench warmers <laughs> is that what happens on bench warmers you haven't seen bench warmers bench warmers is such a great dumb movie to watch um no by the time that movie came out i remember the trailers and stuff i just sort of stopped going and seeing broad comedies oh well don't go see in the theaters no like it's, <laughs> when you see it free somewhere watch it but it's a stupid fun watch um mm. yes they uh the the three players or whatever are defeating all the little league teams and then one of the main little league teams uh hires like a a puerto rican man who's just like (laughs) drinking beer in the in the field and he just hands an envelope to the umpire and it says it just has handwritten in there i am 12 and it has like 300 bucks in it (laughs) and uh and then the umpire's like oh yeah he's good he's good to play (laughs) (laughs) it's stupid but it's wonderful (laughs) that's pretty funny um 
back to Spider-Man. Uh, uh-huh. I, I did, there was several parts I liked. I liked his, um, when he's searching for the lizard and he goes down and he uses like all the webs and then he's just- I gonna, love that. He's laying in the webs, just playing on his phone. Yeah. Like and then he was... actually uses like the vibrations on the webs to yep. tell him where the wizard is, or the wizard where the lizard is, which is what an actual spider does. Like that's yeah. neat. It was cool. Like he was very bug like. Like his movements were all super like almost creepy. Like yeah. I would be a little creeped out if he like was coming at me like crawling on the walls and shit. Yeah, it was um, very like Todd McFarlane esque. Um, a lot of his like poses and movements and stuff, and I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him uh him moving around was probably my favorite. Um God, that third act just bummed me out. I mm-hmm. hate it's the same problem with Spider Man three in any movie. I hate it when they get so lazy with how to tie everything up that they have to use like a news broadcast mm-hmm. for everything, including him getting shot in the leg. They immediately had an anchor on it, like, Oh, looks like Spider Man's shot in the leg. I don't know if he's gonna yeah. make it. Like how the I fuck did do you know? I, I did like that moment. I liked uh when the cops like tase him and he has that whole, like he gets unmasked and he's got that mini fight. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, he the kicks fact... shit at everybody by looking and still looking down. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I think that was a fun moment, but, um, captain Stacy, who is replaces J Jonah Jameson, a really weird character in this movie. It's like and the it, fact that yeah. they would get Dennis Leary still makes me fucking, <laughs> It's very strange. I have um, a real time, real hard time taking Dennis Leary seriously. I know he's been like a real actor for the past however many years, and he was on that show Rescue Me, which apparently is really good. I didn't watch. Uh, it. I watched like the first season of it. It's fine. It's what it is. Um, I think it was pre Breaking Bad, so everybody's like, "Oh, this is good TV." <laughs> yeah, well, it was like around the time of like The Shield on FX, ah, yep, like that yep, yep. that era. Um, but. <laughs> I, I have a hard time taking Dennis Leary seriously. <laughs> no, it's fair. It's fair. Um, and yeah, he was just like, they obviously didn't want to recast J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. It was like kind of felt obvious. Yeah. Even in the sequel to this, they uh, they have like him emailing with Jameson, but there's yeah. no Jameson in it. They like didn't want to recast him because they were like, obviously you can't. <laughs> yeah. Because there's yeah. only one J. Jonah Jameson right now. I mean, you would have just had to do something different. You know what I mean? You would have mm-hmm. just taken a different direction. You would have to, and it would you'd have to just like you know accept the backlash that's going to come with it. Yeah, because uh, it would have been it would have been pretty bad. Yeah, and even Marvel did do something different with J. Jonah Jameson with him as like this crazy Alex Jones type guy, but they had to get uh, J.K. Simmons back for that, regardless. So. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the the game? No, I'm talking about the end of. Uh, oh, uh, far yes. from home. Far from when home. He shows up on the screen talking about. Uh, Mysterio and all that stuff. Yeah, he's definitely like he's taking that out, which makes sense. It's kind of what he would be. Um, but yeah. uh, in the game, he's even in the video game, he's even more like that. He has like a podcast instead of like the he's running the. Oh uh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it is fun. He pops onto the airwaves every now and then. Um, they yeah. said he's going to be a, a much bigger character in the uh, the next game. I hope in like the sequel game. I'm very curious about that. He's, well, hopefully it's because uh, Peter gets a job <laughs> doing. If he's still running the bugle at all, maybe he gets a job being a photographer, and that's some fun side yeah. missions. Well, it's a shame he didn't get to uh, continue, you know, working in his field. But uh, after what happened with Octavius, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be a little hard. <laughs> I was so proud of him. He was working on a lab. He was doing important things. Yep, you got to do a fun mini game where you you did some cool genetics. I actually enjoyed those those dumb puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I did do them all because I need to platinum the game. So I did them mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Um, well, and it was an easy way to get upgrades too. That too. Mm-hmm. Fun game. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Still PS5. Coming. You have to be ready for it. You have to, I'm to buy an entire console for like a few games. Worth yeah. It. That that game, whatever WB Montreal is doing with Batman. I don't know what they're doing anymore. Yeah. I don't even they, know if they know what they're doing. They released like screenshots and stuff of the Superman game that got canceled and it bums me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for a good Superman game. I think Rocksteady is still secretly working on it. I won't believe otherwise until <laughs> it. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's such a hard, such a hard hero to do because, like, how do you make a game challenging when you're God? Yeah, but if so. somebody cracks it, they're gonna be fucking legends. Oh, right? without a doubt. I mean, the yeah. last game I think was the N64 monstrosity. 
Well, no, there was that Superman uh, Returns game for like the 360 era. Got it. That game was not like the worst game, but uh, it was pretty boring. That sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> and their whole their whole approach to like how do you deal with Superman being invulnerable is the city has a life bar, and you have to like keep saving Fuck. the city in time. Yeah, that's bad. I, it makes sense. Uh, like I can see what they were thinking, but they, it, it was not impl- impl- implemented well in the game. <laughs> that makes yeah. No, that's awful. <laughs> just made the game frustrating. So I was yep. like, I just want to fly around. <laughs> Let me live. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So other than that, Amazing Spider-Man. Not as bad as I remembered. Um, I actually yeah. enjoyed it until the third act, and then I hated everything. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like the third act sets up perfectly. That is the shit show. That is the second one. Oh, that second one is such a fucking bummer. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that, like, ties well is um, at the end of the first one, you know, Stacy's dying, and uh, he's like, hey, don't see my daughter anymore. You can't bring her into this. Yeah. And then Peter's like, oh, fuck, like, I can't see you. Like, he doesn't even say it, which is frustrating. He's just been like, hey, my, your dad, as he was dying in my arms, said I can't see you anymore. I feel kind of yeah. guilty seeing you. Um at the end, he's like, nope, I'm just going to be really sly and say, yeah, I'm you know, going to do this. Promises are best or more fun when broken or some bullshit. And I'm like, well, little do you know, you get her killed because of it. Like, you, you just killed her. <laughs> yep. Peter. I'm like, you break her back later, you son of a bitch. Hope it was fucking worth it. Yep. It was like, oh man, he was right all along. Don't bring her into this because she gets kidnapped and then killed. So mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to that, though. I don't even know if I want to watch it. I would str- I would struggle to watch that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's a total bummer because the first one again isn't bad. It sets up some fun things and then yeah, rough. They really, I think they really they they had half of a great concept for like what you do with Spider Man. Yeah, like I said, I like Lizard, so it was cool seeing him. And yeah, li- I think Lizard would have worked way more in a Sam Raimi movie. Oh, without a doubt. If Lizard was the first villain, that would mm-hmm. I think I would have preferred that. And then we can set up Goblin for the second one. Or even like Spider-Man 3 or 4. Because they had introduced Kurt Connors in Spider-Man 2. It was a fun actor. Yeah. I can't remember his name. He's in Dylan a lot of Baker. things. Yep. He's in so many things. He's just that guy. <laughs> He's in Trick or Treat, MVP. <laughs> he would have been fun. He would have been a yeah. fun... Uh, it's always these what ifs, right? Like with these kind of big characters that get cast in like small roles, like uh-huh. uh, uh, Ted Burton or wow, Ted, the very famous brother of Tim Burton, Ted Burton. Um, <laughs> uh, his casting that we always talk about, a Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent, yeah. Oh my God, that would have been instead of Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? That would have been so much the, better. The same movie with with Billy Dee Williams, though. It would have been better because it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be a pissing contest who could be like crazier. I, I would have liked to see him play Two Face in like a different movie, like a Tim Burton Batman Three. That's what I him, mean. Him like, like ne- standing next to Jim Carrey and like, saying <laughs> having to say the same lines and shit. Like, oh god, it would have been different than Tommy Lee Jones. That's for sure. I don't know. That's very. It would have been if it would have been good. But I always loved uh, Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent in that first movie. I think he's like just he's just got the right touch to that. He would have been a yeah. It would have been fun to see what they would have done with it. He would have been a really cool Two Face. I know. So, it would have been cool to see what Tim Burton would do with Two Face too. Mm-hmm. Oh although, yeah, it probably would have looked so gnarly. Mm-hmm. It would have been. Uh, although it's going to be creeping onto uh, your Muggle Problems podcast, but we watched Batman Returns. And yeah. I'm really excited to see a fresh take on Penguin. Yeah. Like, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is the only live action besides Gotham, the TV show, which that was a good Penguin. Um, Don't forget about Burgess Meredith, man. Who? The 60s Penguin. Okay. The Adam West. Modern. Penguin. I'm sorry, modern. <laughs> yeah, he's, which I told you, Gotham pays homage to him right at the end. With the hat? Oh, with the full costume. Yeah. He yeah, dresses- I, watched a, I watched a clip of that. It was fun. It was a fun little yeah. nod. Um, Are he and the Riddler like together? Yeah. So they, okay. they they tease that they have like almost a romantic relationship, but they never like int- get together. They just have this really weird close bond that they never really speak on what it is. 
Yeah, that's kind of interesting. It's fun. Um, it adds like this whole almost lovers quarrel between them. Um, they're like yeah. fighting all the time, but they just like you can tell deep down they care about each other. Mm-hmm. But like life has put pit them against each other. Anyways, I kind of like that. Gotham had moments. Uh-huh. That's kind of the best way to describe that show. <laughs> it had moments. Um, anyways, uh, uh, but yeah, so I'm watching it, and I'm like, Danny DeVito's Penguin is like the last movie live action adaptation of Penguin, and I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see him. I'm gonna use the term correctly adapted, like actually be a mob boss, actually be kind of conniving, actually be like Penguin instead of like this weird sewer freak. <laughs> Sewer man. Um, no, I, and I actually, like, I love um, Tim Burton's Penguin, like, his interpretation of the Penguin, but I'm excited to see a different take, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, somebody like Matt Reeves, who I know has, like, a take and a vision. And uh, Yep. I want to see the Iceberg a, Lounge. And... Yeah, there's a lot of characters that I want to see, like, reclaimed or just, like, reinterpreted. Because, like, Michelle Cat or Michelle Fiverr's Catwoman oh. fucking rocks and she's Dude, the best she part of that, owns movie. that movie but that's also not like you know a super comic faithful adaptation of catwoman no no it's not but it doesn't matter because she <laughs> fucking owns it <laughs> like, um yeah kind of changed i kind of feel the same way about the penguin oh no no, no. <laughs> dan devito fucking rocks it but like um, their scenes together are amazing too their scenes together are like these two freaks yeah. are actually like yeah. collaborating and it's it was but fun. I want to see, I would like to see a cat woman who's like an actual like cat burglar and uh, has this whole weird uh, relationship with Carmine Falcone and like her whole backstory and all that stuff. And like Anne Hathaway was pretty good as Catwoman as well. And yeah, they, no. got a, they got a little bit closer on that, but I'm, uh, I'm just excited to see a different uh, take on that character. Mm-hmm. I forgot how good Michelle Pfeiffer is though. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. And the... Yeah, and the Riddler. I'm very excited to see we get, some. We finally get a we, we finally get a um a Riddler who's going to be a little more, I think, mentally strategic. Um, yeah, just like a, fucking so, batshit so, crazy. Yeah, somebody who seems like a just a very troubled genius and not a whatever Jim Carrey is. It again. It felt like it honestly felt like Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones both watched the first Batman movie and was like, Oh, so every villain in Batman is like the Joker. Okay. I am telling you point blank that Jim Carrey saw Frank Gorshin play the Riddler and is just doing Frank Gorshin Riddler. Also, true. that is what he's doing. Also very true. He's, his costume is identical. Very identical. Except for like the, the red dyed hair. Like it's, a, and it's an identical costume. Even when he's got like the suit jacket on and the bowler hat. Mm hmm. It's exactly the same. He just does, yeah. That makes sense. And then Tommy Lee Jones is one hundred percent going like, "Oh, Jack Nicholson made a lot of money doing this. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do Jack Nicholson's Two Face. Yeah, fucking yeah. awful. But it's cool. Um, I'm yeah. It's going to be the first time we get Riddler too because we already got a Two Face, which was really good. Two Face, a really good Two Face. Yeah. Um, a bum, bummer that he died though. I'm still bummed about that. But yeah, what are you gonna do. Yeah, I'm really curious if Matt Reeves does. Uh, Harvey Dent in that whole situation. I feel like he will. I feel like it's leading up to it. Yeah. So, but that's not that's not until 2021, Jackson. We can't talk about that. I know. Well, I mean, it was always going to be 2021. No. Don't don't lose heart. End of 2021. Now it's October, which is which even we talked better. about exactly. Yeah. I think it fits better. I'm actually super excited to go to the movies and it's gonna be like raining a little cold and i'm gonna hunker down and watch this like batman film set in like a noir setting yeah i mean it is october early october where we live so it's basically just late summer that's but true but i share your dream i would also <laughs> like it to be raining <laughs> <laughs> it's just perfect atmosphere <laughs> yep Okay, well, we talked about Amazing Spider-Man and we found mm-hmm. out that you can only talk about it so much because that's kind of the movie it is. It does not... It doesn't, it doesn't bear that much analysis. It's no, not it a, doesn't. They, not a complicated movie. It fell short in so many aspects that they just felt like they didn't want to do the extra step. But whatever, that's why it got yeah. rebooted. And now we have a really good Spider-Man, although I want him to become more independent. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I'm tired of this Spider-Man relying so heavily on um, Tony Stark, but that's been solved. Yeah. 
So uh, that's my only bummer with the new Spider-Man is I don't, I like when he makes his own suit because I mm-hmm. like that just close attachment to Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man is like not this extravagant hero. He's not Iron Man. He's not the Fantastic Four. He's just yeah. this college kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Spider-Man. And, like, yeah, exactly. And like when he rips his suit, he's actually bummed because he's like, fuck, that's going to be like, I'm going to spend all like, you know, day fixing this. And yeah. Now he has like a robot suit. I love the uh, the ending of uh, Homecoming when he has to wear his like uh, jammy costume. Yep. And he only has like the one web shooter. Yep. Yeah, that's when I like <laughs> Spider Man is he's just like he's broke. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we get. I think we're gonna get more towards that with the third one. Um, yeah, definitely. He's like on the run. He can't. Uh, he doesn't have access to whatever resources. I want Craven the Hunter. Yes. That, that that's just there's no other option it fits give me, perfectly give me craven the hunter um and even if it's better because they introduced jay jonah jameson jay jonah jameson mm-hmm. could even hire craven the hunter yeah it's easy i told you my like my ideal like kind of college age spider-man movie right is craven the hunter and the lizard mm. And Craven is there to hunt the lizard, and Peter has to stop him because he knows the lizard is Kurt Connors, but he also like ha- kind of has to fight the lizard because <laughs> he's a monster. Lizard. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. I don't think that's going to happen now, but that would Not, be a really cool idea. No. Yeah, like him kind of being the middleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would and be fun. Craven encounters Spider-Man, and he decides he wants to hunt Spider-Man too because, like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's a man spider it's the most yeah the most dangerous game of all <laughs> that's right even more dangerous now um but yeah i mean no when when does spider-man 3 come out do we know oh, no no are they even filming um i think maybe they were gonna start shooting it this summer but who knows covid like yeah. covid stopped it that makes COVID sense. strikes again <laughs> hey, seriously i wonder because um venom set in san francisco Mm-hmm. I'm also part of me is kind of wondering if they're going to do uh, if Peter's going to change his identity and to Ben Riley. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think that's I heard gonna... uh, I heard Venom Two goes to New York. Mm. See, it? Yeah, that's fine. That would just we'll be kind see. of fun to get that full arc of Ben Riley, but it's Peter Parker and he had to change his name. Yeah, especially if they could cut out all the clone shit. Exactly. You cut out the clone shit, and then he makes his other. He like he isn't Spider Man anymore. He has to hide being Spider Man, but then mm-hmm. he goes to San Francisco and he sees all this crime, and he puts together that same costume. That Scarlet Spider costume with the exactly. blue. Exactly. Oh man, I'd be so fucking excited to see that. Because like he goes to Salt Lake City in the comics, I think, and so like just move that to San Francisco. Yeah, don't go to Salt Lake City. He goes across the country, he hides, changes his name to Ben Riley. he isn't Spider-Man anymore, but then he sees, like, shit happening, he sees fucking Venom and Carnage going at it, yeah. puts on How the does Scarlet. he, like, he's, like, 16 years old, how does he go... Aunt May. Live Maybe in San Francisco. Oh! Aunt May's young. Oh, I thought you said Ant-Man, and then oh. I got really excited, because <laughs> Ant-Man does live in San Francisco. Sure, Ant-Man, too. They could tie that. <laughs> Either Aunt May, Aunt May, Aunt May has to come with, and also Shield would just hide him, right? He has Shield with him still. So he, I think that he would leave Aunt May to keep her safe and mm-hmm. not tell her he was leaving. I well, think that would be part. Yeah. I think that would be part of the drama too. Heck, they could do Ant Man, and he should go be Ant Man's roommate. Like the Shield goes, okay, well, let's go put you across the country. We have to change your name. What do you want your name yeah. to be? And then that's where we can almost get an Uncle Ben flashback too. Ben. Because he yeah. thinks back on Uncle Ben, Ben, and then I forget where he gets Riley from. I think Riley is a maze uh, maiden, maiden name. name. There we go. Jackson, we're writing, the, we're writing Spider-Man 3, <laughs> and it already sounds better. We're tying it into Venom. Fucking yeah. We can still get bastard. Daredevil in there. We can still yep. make Daredevil fit. <laughs> yep. Daredevil can still fit. Look at this. Look at this. And then we get Scarlet Spider, and fuck yeah. me up. If I got the Scarlet Spider suit, fuck me up, fam. And if there's whole scenes of just Paul Rudd and... Uh, Tom Holland just like as roommates. That would be easy. <laughs> Scott Lang and Peter Parker. <laughs> I just don't know how they would tie Venom into like existing and Ant Man just being like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, this fucking thing. I don't know. <laughs> so like I don't know how they would tie that in, but they Every could once in out. a while uh, an armed robber gets their head bitten off. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah, 
I'm Ant-Man. I small um, or big. <laughs> um, so that could be, or, you know, he, I don't know. That's just something they could do. Ant-Man could also be off doing Avengers shit. Like, it's easy to write these guys out. Yeah, he could just not be there. But you could have uh, Michael Pena. <laughs> See? Be the one who's there. Yep. He's hanging. Yeah, he's staying with Michael Pena. Like, in, who is the true hero of the Ant Man series? Right, and he's like, he's just house sitting for Ant Man while he's out doing Avengers shit. So you can yeah. just use his use that because um, he's sixteen. So like, yeah, Michael Pena is like supervising him. That'd be so fucking cool. And Kevin then, Feige, what? You can have these ideas for free if you're. <laughs> I think this is just this is turning out wonderful because Zach and I will just take a producer credit. That's right. Or a consultant credit. Yeah, that's all. Just that's yeah. all I need. Um, but you're fucking welcome for introducing Scarlet Spider and Ben Riley, but without doing clones. Yeah, and then we'll come in and we'll just like help in the writers' room. You don't barely have to pay us. Exactly, barely. I just want to. I just want to be there. Yeah, I just want. I just want a credit. You know what's going to happen now, right? Is Spider-Man Three is going to come out and it's not going to be anything like this, <laughs> and I'm just going to be like kind of bummed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I'm be thinking about like, what if? That's what happens. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what happens when you're a better writer than the people they hire. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna after this. I'm just gonna go play Spider-Man with the Scarlet Spider suit, just so I nice. can dream. <laughs> it's such a dumb suit, but it, I love it. God, I really I like it. it. Yeah, it's really cool. It's so simple. And like, there's already Spider-Man merch out there, right? Like, you see, uh, isn't like in this Spider-Man universe? There's like Spider-Man shirts and stuff. He's like, I think so. I think so. Probably. If not, it's easy to do, right? It's, it's like pirate Avengers. merchandise. I don't think. Uh, yeah, because like, yeah. whatever he can there, just find a. Yeah, find there a are. Rate. There are definitely there is definitely Avengers merchandise in that in that universe. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark knows how to make a buck. Apparently, Spider-Man was the kid with the Iron Man mask, so there is Avengers version. Yeah, that's fine. That's... I know. That felt so forced. They're like, oh, yeah, totally. That was Peter. Yeah. Well, it does very specifically take place in Queens, so. Yeah. You know, I think it was just that. a huge coincidence. And like, oh, yeah, a tiny white kid? Yeah, that was Peter. Yeah. And the, ti- the timing works out, so whatever. Yeah, yeah sure. Perfect. It's Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! Now I want this movie. It's the perfect movie. And then Craven the Hunter can be hired to track him down because he disappeared. Yeah. So then Craven the Hunter tracks him down to San Francisco. Fuck. It'd be really cool. And then he and Michael Pena have to fight Craven the Hunter. Exactly. And he pieces together the, oh, the Scarlet Spider suit. I want it. <laughs> oh well. What are we going to do? We're just going to have to be happy with what they give us. Yeah, that's true. Or are unhappy. Good. That's the case, maybe. Um, that's fair. Probably yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. Uh, they have a lot to tie in, man. They got to tie Venom in, and now Carnage is there. I don't think that they are going to concern themselves with Venom. I think they all the I think the onus of the crossover lies on Venom. I think Venom's going to have to do all the work. <laughs> they should. It fucking... It, for some yeah. reason, thought it'd be a good idea to introduce the symbiote suit without Spider-Man, which is fucking just stupid. I don't know. Sony is like really convinced that Venom is this huge character all on his own, and I just don't. I, I just don't, don't see it. I no, don't see you, that. You need maybe the, in the ni- maybe in the nineties. Yeah. Well, I mean, the movie. I haven't. I've yet to watch Venom because I just can't bring myself to watch it. It. I just feel dirty. But like the trailer itself, just the humor he uses feels like it was a movie made for the '90s. And then they're like, "Oh, well, let's just make it now." The whole movie feels like somebody made it in like 2002 or 2003, mm-hmm. like uh, around the era of a Daredevil or a, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, God. And then they put it in a vault, and then somebody just discovered it. <laughs> Because, like, right down to the fact that, like, Eminem is on the soundtrack. <laughs> it just... And the fact they wasted Tom Hardy on this hurts even more. Tom Hardy is about it, though. Like, he's, like... He was a key to getting the sequel made so fast. And and he is doing whatever the fuck he wants in that movie. Like, nobody is controlling him. <laughs> nobody's, Tom Hardy. Nobody he's, is directing him. <laughs> he's the best part of the movie. 
Like, oh, yeah. Like, I know that for a fact. I mean, it's funny that he's still rumored to be Bond, too. Tom Hardy? Yeah, he's like the, the biggest rumor to take over James Bond. I would put, I would bet strongly against that, but I will see. I know. There's a huge, the, the list of James Bond contenders is pretty, pretty interesting right now. Yeah. Uh, if you, in your spare time, I advise researching that. There's a very interesting list being put together of people to take over. Man, it's just a shame Idris is too old now. I know. He would have been the man. I don't know. He would have been perfect, but yeah, he's like, he's in his 50s. So they're like, yeah. uh, I guess he could do one. Yeah. <laughs> and like, be careful with him. <laughs> I mean, the boring and safe thing to do would just be Henry Cavill. <laughs> There's a fun list. Um, I. Uh, I wish I had this list brought up, but it's actually a really, really fun list put together of um, people who are who are going to take over as James Bond. Um, where do they get the names from? Like, where? Where's the... just rumors? Um, oh, okay. uh, did you watch my favorite choice? Actually, um, did you you watch Game of Thrones? Right. Uh, some of it. Yeah. Did you ever meet Rob Stark, the brother? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the guy who plays Rob Stark is rumored to be the next Bond, too. Oh, that's interesting. And I, I really dig that idea. Um, like they, That would they, be cool. He would be the, the second coolest uh, guy to come out of uh, Game of Thrones, then. He would be the first. Pedro Pascal. Because oh, he's you're now right. The Mandal- he's now the Mandalorian, which is the rarest fucking shit in the world. If, the, if he pulls off a sweet Bond, though, that kind of skyrockets you to the coolest. <laughs> I think the Mandalorian is cooler than James Bond. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. The Mandalorian is really cool, though. Yeah. I just can't get his death scene out of my head in Game of Thrones. I mean, he gets his fucking skull crushed. Oh, man. Yeah, that's why he never takes his helmet off. That's what he does in the end. He learned his lesson. Oh, my God, dude. He, uh, that death scene like kind of stuck with me. <laughs> and I like his character was an asshole, so I didn't really care, but like it was just so like, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that, see- that scene, that whole scene was a-, a lot of the reason I kind of stepped back from Game of Thrones. <laughs> it was rough. I mean, he got, he I was got like, penis-y. It's just like, it's just mean. <laughs> he got penis dude. He, he was like, oh, I'm going to showboat before I kill this guy. And it's like, no, dude, don't do that in Game of Thrones. Dude, when you get the chance, just stab him in the head and go, I did it. <laughs> I, I lived. Know, I know. I know. <laughs> No, the one that scarred me the most is the Red Wedding. That, I almost, that was hard to go back next week. Red Wedding, mm-hmm. like, that is like, there's, you know, people talk about, t- like, trauma in their childhood. One of those <laughs> is the Red Wedding for me. <laughs> that thing fucked me up, man. <laughs> um, oh, God. Anyways. Um, okay, so there's no segue to this, but I guess we can start talking about The Last Dance, Episode 5 and 6 now. Yeah. I accidentally watched these out of order. You watched six and five? Yeah, because the way uh, ESPN does their mm. interface is weird. Most recent. So it's like most recent and then... Well, so we usually when I find them, it'll show like episode five and then another episode five right next to it and then episode six and then episode six right next to it. So it's just like, that's it. I got used to that. And... Oh. I clicked some. I clicked and I watched the episode. and I was like, "It's weird. If it doesn't feel like connected to the last episode." <laughs> and then, You're like, oh. And then it, then it ended. And I selected episode six, and the exact same episode started again. I was like, "Oh." Even out of order. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, episode five is the. I knew the entire reason that you would be on the website to buy Air Jordans later. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it talked about Air Jordans? I didn't though. I didn't buy them. You didn't. No. How do you? Because the, the yellow and black ones that I saw and liked are not in stock anywhere. Oh, they'll be back soon. I think they're sold out. Like, everybody and their mother went and bought Air Jordans after that episode. Yeah. Well, I could have gotten the Chicago ones, which are oh, the, the ones you think... Yeah, the ones that you think would sell out. But you think. Those mm-hmm. are... Oh, God, those are so good. They're like the perfect shoe. Not to play basketball in, apparently. No, apparently not. <laughs> apparently, he was like... He put them on, he goes, man... Technology has come far away. <laughs> uh, but he still drops like 50 on the Knicks with his socks pooling up with his blood. Filled with blood, yeah. Yep, I'm like, okay. The most precious substance on earth, Michael Jordan's blood. <laughs> um, it's super like interesting that like Michael Jordan is the reason that Nike is Nike, though. 
Yeah, it's very fucking interesting. I didn't know that they were not even in the basketball scene until he signed with them. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, he didn't even want to go to the meeting because he was more. He was into Adidas. Imagine Adidas with Adidas like, Jordans. Adidas and, like. And at the, at the time, they were like, "No, we suck at making shoes right now. We can't figure it out." <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was such a weird time. <laughs> yeah, and it was really weird that Converse was like the shoe that. The shoe. Uh, that basketball players work because Converse have no support. Watch, no. watch old yes. clips like before Converse even made a basketball shoe, like the high rise chucks. That's what basketball players used. Yeah, but that's crazy. I know <laughs> they're poor ankles. Like, God, <laughs> I yeah, can barely well, walk down the street with them. There's almost no like just um, soul support either or arch support. It's hmm. just a flat. That's I did like people... the the rap that they all did. With uh, like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, <laughs> 80s were a wonderful time. That's amazing. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like Converse have no support. That's why people use them to squat in because it's just like your feet are basically on the ground. Mm. But uh, yeah, so playing basketball in them, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but oh my god! And then so we get we get episode five was probably my favorite because there were so many good moments. Mm-hmm. Um. Basically, we get more Jordan shit talking against the Knicks. We also get my favorite Jordan shit talking moment where he's at the free throw line, and he turns to—I can't remember who he turns to—but he goes, "Hey, this one's for you, baby!" And he just closes his eyes and shoots a perfect free throw. And I'm like, "Fucking <laughs> son of a bitch, dude!" <laughs> he's a monster. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, dude! Like, no joke. Every time he went on the floor, it feels like he he chose somebody to try to take their soul from them. <laughs> like i just what it feels like he's like who's gonna be my victim this game um god damn and then like for and then in the the finals against the trailblazers he single-handedly destroys clyde Drex- drexler's career he went so hard at clyde drexler in that finals that the next season for clyde he like sucked he like wasn't good oh wow <laughs> and everybody like has a theory that mike just literally ruined him Broke like, his brain. He went so hard at him and just owned him that I guess you just kind of question if you're good at basketball. I don't know. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. Like his next season was not good. And so it was like that theory. Oh, wow. I know. He just, yeah, he just shook him. <laughs> he just dominated him so hard that he's like, well, I don't know if this is for me. I guess I'll play this next season. Um, I can't remember if it was episode five or episode six, but when they talk about the Olympic game and that uh, five. player from, was it Yugoslavia? Uh, Croatia. Croatia, um, who uh, Jerry Krause had gone and like been visiting and Michael and Scott. Tony Kuchko. Like, Kuchko. 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 Something like that. Yes. Kuchko. Um that they played against him. <laughs> just, the two of them just fucking cut his dick off in front of everybody. Just <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, he didn't score any points. He didn't get any rebounds. Like in the team meeting, they were just like, nobody touches him. He's Scotty and mine. And I'm like, that's, that's a death sentence. That's fucking crazy. It's so fucking crazy. And then he ended up playing for the Bulls. Yeah. And he and Michael were like chill. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of. I mean, we're getting to one of my favorite stories. I think it's going to be probably the next episode. But uh, start getting to like Jordan's practices and stuff with his own team. But, um, but yes. Speaking of the dream team, the motherfucking dream team. Oh my yes. god. Oh, those uniforms are like perfect. <laughs> like the dream team's uniforms are like just perfect. Mm. I want I want his jersey now from that from the dream team. You know what I found very confusing was when they show footage of the All Star game and they're all just wearing their jerseys from their teams. Yeah, I don't like that. They've done that a few times, and it's. I was like, well, that just seems like it would be hard to play. Yeah, it's a mess. Like I like it when they have actual All Star like jerseys, Mm. Um, like special like different team jerseys. But every now and then, I think they tried to do that recently too. Um, where they like everybody's in their own jerseys and it just doesn't look good. Yeah, they want more. They're trying for more of an Avengers situation, but you you kind of need like a Fantastic Four. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then we get the drama of Isaiah Thomas apparently being blocked from the Dream Team. Mm-hmm. But uh, and Ma- Michael denies culpability. Yeah, I mean, they. I think they interviewed. I think it might have been Magic, but Magic was like, "Look who Isaiah played for. He played for the Bad Boys. Like nobody fucking liked him. Like why would we want him on a team with us?" Poor Isaiah. And I'm like, that kind of makes sense. Like, if you're going to be the asshole of the league and you're going to go hard at everybody. Yeah, that's true. kind of have to accept the fact that people won't like you. You're not going to be popular. Yeah, everybody who's played with you has been, like, heavily abused. So. Yeah. <laughs> you you throw people to the ground. You, like, you're just an asshole in the game. So, like, of course, everybody's like, no, I don't want to play with that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sucks, though. It does. Poor Isaiah Thomas, but what are you going to do? I mean... They also thought it was a good idea to like walk off the court and not shake anybody's hand and think that was a good call. So Yeah, that was shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes sense. Uh, episode five then goes into the very infamous practice game. Yeah. Um, where uh, basically the Dream Team played each other. And apparently it's like one of the best basketball games I ever played. And yeah. there's barely any footage of it. And Michael goes just like ham hey, on everybody. <laughs> Ashley Johnson's just talking shit to him, and then it's just like, oh, okay, there goes Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking woke him up. <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, I also love uh, when the reporter's like, so who would take the last shot with this team? And Mike just goes, uh, me. Me. That's, that was a dumb question. Me. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, man. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. One of these things, man, like this, this, all this has shown me is that he's just like a cold blooded, just asshole, <laughs> but like, he's also awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so, it's, I don't know. It's so interesting. <laughs> Somebody who's like arrogance is so well-deserved. <laughs> True. Like he's the definition of like, he talks shit, but then he backs it up in like yeah, the yeah. most extreme way. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's, um, he's less like Superman and more like uh, like Homelander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> like, he's a fucking asshole, but he will back it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the episode five also just was like, if 90s was could be condensed into one thing, it was that. Like, you get all of his outfits that were just screaming the 90s. Like, Jerry Seinfeld just has full access to the locker room because he's yeah. in the 90s. That Michael Jordan loves a hat. I will say that. Like, berets and... Oh, yeah? He loves a good hat. Like a, a, like a Kangle hat at one point? Like Sam Jackson and Jackie Brown? That was cool. Yeah. Yep, he loves some good fashion. Um... Oh, think. what? I'm not sure if it was five or six again, but my favorite fucking Michael Jordan moment is when he's trying to rush everybody away from the press because he's sick of talking to the press. <laughs> when him and Scotty are about going to go to, golfing, they're going to practice, and there's all that shit. And uh, the one, I think it's Scotty, does stop to talk to a reporter, and then you just hear the bus horn, <laughs> and the camera pans up, and it's Michael Jordan just. <laughs> Lay on the horn of the bus. I was like, "This, this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen." <laughs> it was. Uh, they had a three thirty tea time at a golf. Yeah, and he's like, "We gotta mm-hmm. fucking go." Uh-huh. He has Which... Ron Harper. Ron Harper jump on the uh, the golf cart with him. Oh, yep. Yeah, he's just like, "Hey, sit right here." <laughs> so weird. Um. Yeah, no, it, it was. I listened to a podcast that brought that up, and they're like, "Could you imagine being Michael Jordan, though? Could you imagine like you couldn't go anywhere, like yeah, no matter where you went, you were just immediately like swarmed, either by people or reporters or both, and you're just you can't go anywhere." Yeah, and people just know you like your silhouette. Like your silhouette is famous. Like it's right. pretty wild. Like it, yeah. People just know your shape. Like they just mm-hmm. see the shape, and they're like, oh, that's Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like, that sounds... Like, it kind of makes sense. Like, I think they start to dab on his gambling problem in these episodes. And I'm like... Yeah, especially in six, they do. Yeah, and it kind of, like... I get it. Because eventually, like, what else are you going to do? 
Like, yeah, well, is- also, like, it always – we'll see if it gets, like, more intense. But, like, from him, he's just like – I mean, I like to gamble, but I'm not losing my house, so do I have a gambling problem? Yeah. So I was like, well, you know. Yeah, it's a f- fair way to look at it. But when he's you're like, I'm, it- an adult, I'm a fucking adult man. <laughs> I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah, he's like, I'm not breaking any league rules. No, I got it. And, like, again, yeah. like, what are you, you going to do? Like, you know, they – um everybody talks about how like NBA players now don't get in as much trouble, but like NBA players now also have like video games. And so yeah. they could just hunker down in their house and play games and watch movies. And either it's easier to kind of be, you know, as we're finding out, it's kind of like, it's easy to stay inside and keep yourself entertained. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it's it. It's easy in some respects. Yeah, in some respect. I mean, they also have, like, they have mansions. So they have, like, their own basements, their own full gym with equipment. Yeah. So it's like, you, you know, nowadays you really don't have to go anywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, episode six was the Atlantic City drama. We talked about Jordan's gambling. Uh, yeah. We, we get to see super pissed off Michael Jordan against the Knicks. Man. Oof. Dude, <laughs> pissed off Michael Jordan like actually frightens me. <laughs> Pretty well, yeah. Well, it was a gigantic super athlete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, they had some cuts of him just getting in someone's face, and I'm like, I, I would be scared. <laughs> I feel like I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> just don't hurt me. <laughs> I'd be worried he would like just suspend me in the air and leave me there forever. <laughs> like throw you up just like lair yeah no it's fair um oh fun fact uh the soundtrack is on spotify oh really yep you can search last dance and the official soundtrack is there i highly advise everyone go listen to it because it's amazing i think the next uh episodes we might get into a little space jam we're getting close um, it, when did that movie come out? Ninety six. Uh, let me look real quick. Because that's a good question. I think it was ninety eight. Nope, you're right. Ninety six. Yeah. Okay. So ninety six. So we are kind of yeah. So they shot it between like the ninety five ninety six season and the ninety three ninety four season. Yeah, so that is um, uh, the film between Jordan's initial retirement from the NBA in 93 and his comeback in 95. So in between there, he uh, he gets enlisted by the Looney Tunes to help beat the yeah space monsters. So the monsters. The monsters. Um, which, it's been funny, because I guess like during the last dance, LeBron James has been slowly teasing more and more Space Jam 2 stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, I don't really, should. I don't really care, Le- LeBron. <laughs> There's like weird things with Space Jam Two. Like apparently, it is going to be in Space Jam Two, and the Joker. Which Joker? <laughs> uh, the Jared Leto Joker. Because uh, Warner Brothers, they're saying wants it to be like they want to tease like all their properties, not just like Looney Tunes, and because they think kids don't give a fuck about Looney Tunes. It's probably true. Uh, they probably went until they saw this movie, and then everybody cares about Looney Tunes. It's one of those things where you think about Looney Tunes, you go, oh, "It's fine," and then you watch Looney yeah. Tunes, you go, "Oh, this is great." I watched a lot of Looney Tunes when I was a kid, like mm-hmm. the actual Looney Tunes. But yeah, I don't Looney know Tunes. if kids watch Looney Tunes anymore. I don't. I used to work at that school, and uh, they didn't have Space Jam, and I brought in Space Jam, and like uh-huh. they all loved Space Jam. Uh-huh. Like it's again it's like Looney Tunes is just timeless you just get them on a screen and mm. I think they just kind of people are like oh this is fine I have a question to pose to you though yes as a Space Jam fan and as a basketball fan yes they never use Roadrunner in that game against the monsters he gets used for like three seconds and he gets like killed you would think that would be like a secret weapon <laughs> well, I think he He's so fast, Zach. <laughs> I they I think they do. They use him for like one play, and he runs, and then like I think one of them just like lands on him and squishes him. 
Interesting. I think. Was that just them going like, well, we have to explain why they're not using this obvious weapon? Obviously, Roadrunner would be amazing. Yeah, he could sprint down the court, throw the ball. There he is. But yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think they kind of had to write Roadrunner out. <laughs> Lazy. So, so he gets <laughs> obliterated. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a good point. Because I know Wiley Coyote's in it. Mm-hmm. He plays like a decent role in it, too. Like he's in a few scenes. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I have to watch it again. And I think you see Gossamer, but I don't know if he actually plays or not. That's the other thing too is they <laughs> the bench like halfway through the game when they're all like fucked up and like I think uh, Tweety Bird's like on an iron lung support and like all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's where they like show most of the characters and they're all like all beat up and bandaged. So yeah, um, <laughs> <movie's> so <laughs> dumb, so good. <laughs> 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 I just love Bill Murray after everybody gets sucked down the hole. What kind of camera is that? <laughs> Bill Murray fucking rocks in that movie. Oh, he's so good. And he comes in for like, he comes in for maybe like a play. He's in there for like 10 minutes. I love that his number is a uh, 22. He's what like, yeah, a Michael Jordan. <laughs> And then he shows up, and they're like, how did you get here? And he's like, the producer's a friend. Had a teacher pick me up. She's like, God, God damn it. Yep. Daffy Duck's like, oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, that's the thing. I don't think they can ever top this. So they're not going to, especially if fucking it's in the movie. I think it's going to be a hard set. We'll see. I know. I almost bought a Space Jam tank top the other day because I want more tank tops because it's warm. Because mm-hmm. I want more tank tops. I would like tank tops. I, I realize I don't have them enough. It's getting warm out. And mm-hmm. I was watching The Last Dance and I'm like, kind of want some uh, I kind of want some like 90s throwback things. Pretty cool. I know. Well, see, is there anything else you want to talk about? What have you been up to? Uh, just work and being at home. How's Red Dead? Red Dead's great. Um, I haven't played it in a minute. I played a little bit Monday night. Um, other than that, what have I... I watched uh, Tombstone over the weekend. Ooh, classic. Yeah. That's, That's a, a great one. one. That's a great one. Uh, but yeah, just I watched Monster Squad last night when I got home from work. <laughs> Perfect. It's a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Some of those, uh, some of those Universal monsters, I think that's the best they'll ever be represented in a movie. Hey, don't got, say that. They've got like Stan Winston makeup, like they look really amazing. Like the creature in the Black Lagoon in Monster Squad is peak. Like it'll never be better than that. That's fair. <clears throat> I'm bringing it up now because I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. I'm just trying to remember it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there they all are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's good. That's good costume. Everyone it's one gets... of my favorite werewolves, the Wolfman and Monster Squad. Oh, interesting. Why is that? Uh, I'm a fan of bipedal werewolves and ripped clothes. That's my favorite, like interpretation too. of a werewolf. And I, I think that the costume they've got him in is great. The transformation scenes are great in that movie. Um, there's this one where he's on the phone in like a phone booth and he's transforming inside the phone booth. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> That is cool. Yeah, I like the I kind of like the clothes still being on too. It's a uh, I don't like it when they get like almost dog like. Yeah, kind of get yeah, out of it. Yeah, I I don't like like a quadrupedal werewolf. And then sometimes when they're bipedal but they're too bestial, they just look like bears, and it's not scary anymore. Yeah. Oh, the howl the howling does a great job of like making it look like a huge bipedal wolf, and it just looks fucked up. That's fair. The, the werewolves and the howling are great. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yeah, no, that's I, I just I, again I googled it because I couldn't remember, and I do like it. They look, they look real. Yeah, like it's nice. It's not CG. I know. It's kind yes. of fr- refreshing. We'll see. CG doesn't I, work for me in horror settings. Like, well, no, because like in you can any see capacity. It. Yeah, it takes the horror out of it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you never know though. The uh, like I said, the latest Invisible Man was really good. It was really good. So. I'm, who, 
Who knows I have what a lot means. of hope. I do too. For what, for what comes next? Karin Invis- Kusama and her Dracula movie. Yep. Let's do it. And then Invisible Woman. Yes. It's going to be interesting what they do. She can be like get some, yeah. Get somebody to do the Wolfman. Just get somebody good to do the Wolfman. It has to be coming, right? Has to, to me, be. like that's like the first one you do, first or second. But yeah. What do I know? Yeah, you don't know anything apparently because the first one was Invisible <laughs> Man, and and then apparently Dracula's coming. So. Yeah. Well, the last time they Way tried off. to do it, they did the Mummy first. <laughs> God. This is time with Tom Cruise's Mummy. Yes. I want to watch The Mummy, like Brendan Fraser's Mummy. That movie is great. I love that movie. I like how he's slowly, like the mummy is slowly becoming more human. Yeah. That's really cool. cool. It's super cool. And then like he finally does at the end. It, ugh. It's such a good idea. But yeah. what are we going to do? All right. Well, <laughs> hopefully uh, our Spider-Man 3 fan fiction was amazing. I'm going to be bummed now because it's not going to get made that way. Probably not. But God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Jackson. We wrote another good movie. I know. We did it. We did it. Um, I'm most proud of that. Uh, now all I can think about is Tom Holland putting together the Scarlet Spider suit. Yeah. And my heart is sinking. Having Woody banter with Michael Pena. Ugh. Michael Pena doing one of those uh, famous Ant-Man stories. Mm-hmm where it's him dubbed over the other people in the story and they're like mm-hmm. like lip syncing to him. That shit is the best. That is oh, so fucking funny. It would be great. <laughs> like they can explain, they can use that to explain where the fuck Ant-Man went. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn it. Oh, well, what are we going to do? Oh, well, yeah. Just be sad. Per usual. Yep. So. That's what I do. That's what I do best. <laughs> Same. Uh, all right well on that note um thanks for listening everybody and uh hopefully you come back when we come back or else i'll be sad Mm -hmm. so okay well goodbye goodbye